0: beginning of the day, it's establishing that ability to make a reference, to refer, mm. to not just be in what's happening, but to be with it. This is, this is such a you know, simple notion that uh, everything pulls us in, pulls the mind into feeling and perceptions and moods and states of consciousness and the multicolored, multi-toned, compounded universe of our experience. Mm. And Buddha is pointing out of that, not through aversion, but through knowing this is this. There's a sense of a here that's not enmeshed in the weave of conscious experience. This is referring to, it's like this now. It's a refuge. Such a tone, such a word is used, refuge, just something to take refuge from, something to be concerned about, to be on guard against. There's the pull into the experienced, in it, we become it the experience of becoming it, then being subject to it, being oppressed by it, struggling with it, trying to find a way out of it. How can I be, get out of this funny feeling, unpleasant feeling, difficult mind state, physical sensation that's bothering me? Is the fly stuck in the treacle. Even the, you know, sweet experiences can be something that gets stuck. And how do I get more of it? How do I hold on to it? What happens when something disturbs it? How fragile sweet experiences can be? Mm. Just getting nice and comfy and then fly settled on me. Mm. A, suddenly remembered something I should have done. This nagging thought gets at me. Yeah. How, how much of a refuge is that? When a fly can knock, knock you out of it. Or <laughs> a thought. So it's primary um, function, Buddha, to know the world, to be the knower of the worlds rather than in any of them, really, even the most beautiful ones. Mm. Seeing the danger in it, seeing the, the threat, even in the most beautiful worlds, it gets stuck. Then we lament when it disappears, or we want more of it. And the difficult ones, we feel sick, feel tired or groggy headache, you know, don't feel so good. And go into this, oh, I can't practice, can't meditate, oh, not gonna work for me. There's a sort of bleating, bleating of the mind How good does it have to be, whether well, it's, you know. So in retreat time, it's good time to really strengthen, strengthen yourself, take refuge because uh, this is a probably as good as it's going to get, really, and it could get a lot worse. you know, normal day, busy things to do, The kind of power and pressure and push of daily life. Is it going to give you a break? Probably not. Where do you find it? You're going to, you know, have your wits. And uh, so often, you know, phrase, a spiritual warrior is a, used for a particular reason. It's not about blind hacking, it's about strategies. Mm. Wise warrior. You have to find your ground. It's not really gonna be in any form conditioned, arising thing. You know, They may give you a, a vantage point for a while, use it. Use the body while you can before it breaks up. But even in body, it's really the here of the body, not the it's, the, it's that ability to offer you a, lo- a sense of location of now, of here, not really the sensations, not really the um, feelings and so on. The Buddha likened these to assassins. He says it's like, you know, feelings, perceptions, the body itself, everything that consciousness can do is like uh, they come in as your servants. They all oh, we'll give you a nice time. We'll come and help you, support you. And then when you just get kind of lulled into it, they knife you. <laughs> So you know we're taking taking refuge is you know, using when the aggregates when the khandhas are agreeable we you can you know <coughs> using that to build up a sense of reference and it's reference itself right reference that punya, um, discernment buddha awakening mindfulness these come to. So, you know, okay, this is this. This is the mind going crazy. This is the tumult of thought. This is woozy feeling. This is the, the assassins at work. Right? You know, get out of here, step back. Be on guard, it's like being a boxer in a ring, you know, You're the sparring partner give you a few throws of you left hooks. you've got to learn how to be light on your feet, not just you know going with your guard down and stick your head out. So it's that uh, vigilance that's required. What are we getting born into anyway? So here, we can know what is here, what we experience as being here is changeable. Mm -hmm. And you select what you can to give you some ground to comfort the mind, sense of the body while it's still around. We still have that to use the uprightness, the body handling it. You know, remember, it's not—it's not a health; it's not a given forever. So, when you when you have that ability with the body to be able to sit and be upright even for a, a few minutes, you use it. Focus on that. You, Feeling uncomfortable, don't get lost in your discomfort. Just go to the sense of having a body at all, being upright. Doesn't matter, you know, you call it meditation or whatever you want to call it, but just, you know, that sense. (coughs) Keeping your eyes open if you're feeling lost and drowsy. Don't go into the the boxing ring with your eyes closed. <laughs> starting to arrange the body. So you you're with it. You're not just you know just, uh, lost in it. So you draw it up, open it up. Take some breaths. You know. Control the breath. Push it out. Stop. Check. So you're letting the system know that there's there's an awakener here, who's not just going to buy anything. Just happening. Going to be a bit choosy about what you choose, what you want to stay with. You know. So if you're an awakener, you're not. You don't just buy any old stuff that comes in through the doors you don't want that one and then you lift and rather let the mind kind of just snooze on something or slump on something or you know indulge in something you lift it you know lifted on to just a word even would awake sound of it the ability to form it ability to form the sense of your your knee, your left knee or your right knee, and just kind of going there and forming it in your mind so it becomes sharp. feeling the pull of the mind pulling into its streams and strands of flow and feeling and thought and mm-hmm. you know, feeling that that pull itself is something you recognize, the drawing in the vortex of the story and the narrative and the, you know, you know, the becoming the time sense from this to that. You know, feel the, Pulling of that, You're kind of funneling down into something again. Just, kind of, do you want to buy that? Do you want that? Mm. So, learning to also to widen your awareness, to flex it, to be choosy. gonna widen your awareness to include the whole room, sounds of the creatures outside, light, you can narrow it down, you flex it. This is a good, just good yoga for the mind. Mind tends to just go into a, a kind of focus, attention on, yeah, kind of, but then without really activating it. This is like somebody who buys any old thing. First thing that comes under your you nose, know you buy it. Yeah. But uh, an Awakener is someone who's choosing Maybe check it out. What about? Am I, you know, do I need anything for a start? Is it all right just to be here? Let's let these things go wafting by without buying any of them. Or do we select something that seems that's gonna, you know, Lift me up, that's gonna you know, cause some energy to arise. To do a little bit of work in the morning. Mm. Sweeping around the body. Yeah, the feet, left foot, right foot, knees, shoulders, top of the head just moving it around, Let it sort of do some bit of uh, work movement. You know. This is generally the mind suffers from two particular moves, one is momentum, it's just he- helter-skelter into whatever happens. You now there's inertia, just lies down like a sleeping pig, doesn't want to get up. So you just say, okay, you know, if it's in, if it's running forward, you pull it back. If it's lying down, snoozing, you get it up on its feet, and trot it around the room. Deliberately think. So you're choosy, and you getting yourself fit